Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Saturday, June the 4th, 2022, and we are here to talk about the NBA Finals Game 2. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by two of the more talented DFS players, providers, lineup builders that I know, and that is Josh Crash Davis and Deb Lutz. Crash, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm still licking my wounds a little bit from last night. Uh, we had a five crown lineup that we advertised and it didn't do so hot, but ready to bounce back today, have a big day in baseball and then crush it tomorrow night in game two for the finals. Absolutely. And Deb, how about you? Fired up for this uh, game two after that wild finish in the, the last one? Yeah, I, I, I sure am. I mean, I think, I think there's going to be a few more surprises coming out of this series. It's uh, it, Certainly game one was and how it ended, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It really was. It was all over the place, too. No one ever could see that coming. Golden State was in control, and then, you know, what an epic run Boston made in the fourth quarter. It was is amazing. But, uh, I, you know, we talked about it when we did the preview for the entire series and talked about game one, that it just it felt like this was going to be a tight series with quick yeah. swings. And I think it's going to be that way throughout. I really do. I mean, it was weird in the last round. We had all these crazy blowout games. And now, you know, it just, it always happens that way. It's, you know, blowout games and then you get a bunch of close ones. So yeah. I think we're in for another great game tomorrow. We're putting this out on Saturday. So if you have a chance to listen to it ahead of time, or if you're uh, watching it on Sunday, that's cool too. Uh, we will be updating everything from this podcast in our discord uh, on Twitter and everywhere else that we are, uh, all social media, etc. So uh, definitely all the information we have today, we're going to go through some box scores, talk about the matchups. They were pretty much what we thought they were going to mm -hmm. be matchup wise. And then what we uh, anticipate, you know, where there's some value or, you know, there was certainly some surprise value in this last one, that's for sure. So change yeah. the change the landscape a bit. All right, let's start out. Uh, first of all, let's just uh, do the game set here. It is Sunday night, the 5th, at 8 p.m. Eastern. It's Boston at Golden State. And the amazing thing is, as of right now, there's nobody listed as questionable or out. So mm -hmm. it could be very likely be an all hands on deck. It's the finals. Those guys that were listed as questionable are good to go. Now, if that changes, again, we'll be posting it in Discord for our members and we'll be updating uh, everything on Twitter. If you want to catch us there, we're at DFS Coach Talk as well. So Vegas has this Golden State by four again, and they have the over under 215 and a half, up a little bit from the first game. And again, it looks like the same starting five uh, for both teams that ran out there in game one. So uh, that's what we'll start uh, breaking down here. Let's take a look uh, and we'll go. Obviously, uh, we've been working the finals together. Deb and I have been handling uh, the Celtic side and, and Crash and I have been handling the Warriors side. So let's start with the Celtics, Deb. And Obviously, uh, just give a little uh, breakdown of how you, the game uh, played out for game one. And I guess, you know, Jason Tatum, three for 17. Yeah. Ouch. 
Yeah, you know, I, I was pretty happy with uh, who I selected uh, for game one in Boston uh, with one exception, and that was Derek White. Derek White was my big fade. I yeah. thought he had had a great series, but sort of outplayed himself a bit. Um, and I just didn't think he was going to be able to keep it up with, in this series. But he came right back out firing away. Now, yeah. he didn't have a lot of peripherals, but his shot was on point. And so, you know, I have a, I sort of have a big question is what to do with him for tomorrow night because he's, his price has not come up that, that high. He's still a really good value play. It's clear he's a big part of the rotation right now. Right. So, you know, with the minutes, um, he's going to be out there. He looked good. So um, I may have to put him into, uh, you know, into my consideration for uh, for tomorrow night, which which my game plan for the series was to really uh, not be using him. But I may yeah. have to switch, switch that up. But otherwise, mm -hmm. I was pretty happy. I had faded Tatum and I was on Brown and uh, Smart and uh, they, they they both delivered. So. Um, pretty happy about great that. Calls. Great calls there. I know mm -hmm. I remember we talked a little bit about Derek White and, you know, I, my concern was the coach really did show a lot of confidence in him in the last series and he started getting some extra minutes, but I didn't think he'd get 32 minutes. Yeah. I mean, nobody saw that coming. So he, he did. He got 32 minutes. Wow. He played more than Marcus Smart, who played 30. Yeah. Robert Williams like we said, 24, like we figured, but you know, he was approaching, uh, you know, uh, the other guys like Brown and 37 and, you know, so he was, was the sixth man without yeah. question. And then, you know, like you mentioned the two guys we talked about, but we didn't have confidence. They get more than 15 minutes at the most. And that's what happened. Grant Williams and Peyton Pritchard both played about that amount. So, mm -hmm. I, I guess, Deb, my first question to you is it just look at those six, you know, the five starters in white and then not even try to go anywhere else? Yeah, I'm back with that because, um, you know, at 16 minutes, um, Grant Williams is not a great uh, points per minute producer anyway. Peyton Pritchard did OK, but, um, you know, I think I think that uh, Boston has to be extremely happy to come off with a win in Golden State. I don't think they're going to tinker too much with what they're doing because it, because it worked. It so worked. unless yeah. white comes out totally cold in the first 20 minutes, I don't think you see any more time from Pritchard. So I think you have to stay pretty tight on, uh, on those top six guys. I think so. Now I know crash was planning on using Daniel Tice as his captain. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I have uh, to say, you know, uh, going to the other side, you know, you know, Andre Iguodala came came out out, out of nowhere, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you can't you can never underestimate you know the, the, the somebody that's been there that gets yeah. it, you know yeah. that experience is phenomenal. All right, well Tatum killed me three for seventeen, and Boston wins the game. Mm. I would have told you that was physically impossible if he goes three for seventeen that Boston could win at Golden State, but he did yeah. so. They did. And so where's where's the emphasis right now for you, Deb, on, you know, who are you zoning in on as your must plays from the Boston side? Yeah, I'm playing around with it a little bit still because um, I do like Tatum better in this game. He's not going to go three for 17 again. Um, and he was he was extremely active and I like the role he's playing. I mean, he had what, 12 assists, I think um, 13. 13 assists. Yeah. So he is. Um, 
you know, he's, he's, he's playing smart, you know, he's playing like a more experienced player where if he doesn't have his shot, he's getting it to someone else. Um, and I like that. So, you know, the, the prices are starting to condense a little bit, Brown's up a little, he's Tatum's down a little. So, you know, I'm still going to have one of those two. Um, I have not made my final decision on, on which one. Um, I do think that, um, I do think Golden State comes back in this game and wins this one. So I'm probably going to lean a little more heavily on the Golden State players overall. So that makes it, you know, real tough to uh, to get in some of these um, some of these Boston guys because I continue to like Smart. I think Smart's going to, you know, continue to get solid minutes, continue to be very involved. He's he's got the defensive stats as well. Um, so I do like him. And uh, um, you know, those are probably my uh, either Brown or Tatum. And uh, and smart, and then and then probably white, given his pricing, are probably my my top plays um, on uh, on Boston side. Yeah, and and I'll tell you, I agree with you. I think Golden State definitely. I mean, they know they have to win this game, mm-hmm. so I do agree. But but I still like the Boston guys better because Golden State now with some of their veterans playing, the Porters and the Iguodala's and everything, they're going eight or nine deep even in the playoffs. And to me, it looks as though Boston has six guys that they're counting on. And really that's where you got to look. So I feel, you know, I feel Boston may be the better side win or lose in this game. What do you think crash? Yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, You know, it's kind of like you said with golden state, they have, you know, they do have several guys that are playing, um, but they don't have that many that I would consider, to be great plays for a lineup. So that would lead to having more Boston players too. Um, obviously Steph Curry, I mean, he just came out of the gates, just unbelievable. Six threes in the first quarter. Yeah, that was nice. Finals record. Um, yeah. Ended up with 34 points, five rebounds, five assists, three steals for 56.3 DraftKings points. He some, still- Some might- brainiac uh, faded him on this panel <laughs> of three. Yeah. I'm just saying they may have a gray beard. That's all <laughs> the only clue I'm going to get. Shaved last night. <laughs> he may, um, you know, he may not have this the same kind of game that he had in game one. Probably not. But I still like him as the top player in Golden State. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not even that close for me. Clay Thompson continues to struggle against Boston. Uh, he had his fifth straight game where he didn't score 30 fantasy points. So crazy. Uh, I, I like Wiggins again. Um, he had a decent game, 34.8 DraftKings points in game one. His price didn't move on on DraftKings or Yahoo um, at all. But for some reason on FanDuel, he dropped 2,000. So he went from 13,000 to 11,000 on FanDuel. So he's a must play for me yeah. um, for Golden State. And then, you know, the guy that we talked about, we thought he might struggle and, you know, match up with the, the size that Boston has and everything was Kevon Looney. He got, not only did he get nine rebounds, but a lot of those were offensive rebounds. So yeah. he was really making an impact when he was out there. Um, the game script kind of got away from him late in the game, so he didn't get to play. Uh, but, you know, him and Draymond Green both made some some impact in the paint that mm-hmm. I didn't expect them to make. So, um Draymond and Looney are in play for me, Wiggins and Curry. Those will be the four guys that I like for Golden State. You know, we talked a little bit about it on the, the first podcast and we did the preview. And, and I still think you saw that towards the end of the game. And I think as the coaches, uh, you know, tighten up here and, and play gets 
even more intense as the series goes on. I think yeah. you're going to, I still believe you're going to see them go small. I think, you know, Robert Williams is only going to play a certain amount of minutes anyway, and Kevon Looney as well. And I think you see Horford and Draymond at the centers, and they all go small mm-hmm. a lot more as the series goes on. So keep that as in, in mind as you're making uh, your lineups. I think a lot of people are going to go to Looney now. They're going to be confident in him. And I get it, but I'm not going to go there yet. I, I still think the game goes smaller. Yeah. And I'm going to try to fit in uh, fit in the guys, you know, that I think are going to be in there in crunch time down the down to the wire. Also want to mention, too, you know, it's been a pattern through the year. It's not just been a one-off where Jason Tatum will have just a horrific game. Yeah. Maybe one game, if I'm not mistaken, he was 0 for 16, something yeah. like that. And there was another game. He was one for 17. Like, he doesn't stop shooting. They just don't go in. But yeah. the pattern has been that he follows up with just a kick-ass game then. Usually, yeah. it's, you know, 0 for 16 and then 12 for 15 or something insane. Yeah. So I'm not giving up the ship on Tatum. No. You know, like Deb pointed out, 13 assists, man, that's that's pretty stat. They're going to respect that, and he's going to get an extra, you know, little area maybe to get that shot up feel a little bit more confident once you see a couple go in you know shooters just forget about it real quick so mm-hmm. i think tatum's still going to be my main play there but the key for me is going to be you know how do i fit the guys in price wise you know and there are some decent price guys but you know again talk me off the ledge here guys you can tell me how can I make it work without having to go to a desperation, Iguodala, Pritchard, whatever? And, you know, so you have that praying for that last guy in. Or, mm-hmm. you know, is there a way that somebody big's going to have to get faded and you can still play the guys that you know are going to get 30 minutes? What do you think, Deb? I think it can be done. I mean, it depends on the site, right? Um, between DK and FanDuel. DK, obviously, you have to pick the right guy at the top. Um, but I certainly think it can be done. Um, now, can you can you put, you know, can you put the top three guys in your lineup, Tatum, Brown, and Curry? No way. Yeah. But I think you can do it with Curry and Tatum. I really like Porter. Um, I picked him last time, and uh, I'm going to go with him again. I think he fills in a really nice slot as that value guy who is going to get 25 plus minutes. I think they like the way he played in the first game. I'm guessing my my big my big loser in the first game was Poole. I thought mm-hmm. Jordan Poole was going to you know coming up on the second team. I thought maybe he would have a really nice game, and he didn't. Yeah. Now Golden State has to realize they need. Curry needs his wingman. He needs either Poole or Clay to have a big game in order for them to win. He can't do it all by himself against this Boston team. You're not going to get the offense from a Draymond or a Looney. So it's got to be one of the other splash brothers. And I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to fade Poole. I just, I'm not sure that he, you know, Boston has the size and the speed. And I just don't think that, um, he's going to be able to get it done. And he has not looked good at all in the past two series. So mm. tonight, my or tomorrow night, my money is on Clay. I think, mm. I think Clay has to come through. He's, he's, been, he's been there before. He's not playing great. But I think they figure out a way to get him a little more spacing and he gets up some more shots. You know, he did score 15, 
um, in the last game. I think he gets over 20 in this game. And I think that's how Golden State wins. And so he's going to be, you know, someone that I play around with maybe at the top to try and get in uh, some of those other guys. Yeah, no, I mean, it makes perfect sense. And, and this is a good spot. Let me review real quickly the minutes played and the shot attempts because this does paint a good picture because the game was close throughout. Neither team had given up, really. They both went on runs. But, you know, the, the thing with Clay that we talked about is he's a volume shooter. Yeah. you got to get him a minimum of 15 to 20 shots if you want anything out of him. He got 14, not quite enough. Mm. Uh, you know, to get there, Curry did. He got 25 shots up. That's what you want. Get 14 threes uh, going. I mean, you get you get Clay at that volume. He's going to produce. So I'm with you there. Uh, you know, any Clay and and Curry played and Draymond all played 38 minutes. So they went with their game plan. It was as we anticipated. And you know, it's hard to count out any of those three guys because they're going to be the three main guys. Wiggins was played great. I thought eight for 15 from the field. He got more shots up than Kurt, than uh, Thompson, 35 minutes, got some rebounds for you, a steal and three blocks. I mean, mm. Wiggins, you know, moved ahead of pool for me and I thought it was going to be close. But mm -hmm. if you remember, we talked about in that beginning is who's going to lose the minutes here. We know pool has to come off the bench and with Porter coming back from injury and Igadala coming back from injury, that's 35 minutes and 32 seconds that they ate up combined. And a lot of that's going to come from Poole. So I'm with you, yeah. Dev. I think Poole's somewhat the odd man out, but my concern would be exactly what you said. If Clay's not hitting, they need Poole in there and he'll get some shots up. So he's not going to be a scratch off for me. But I agree with you, you know, in that sense. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all about Wiggins, Green, Thompson, Curry, and then Poole as the cheaper guy if you trust him. A lot of people will go to Porter. Remember, he only got five shots up in that game. He just happened to hit four of them. And guess what? They were all threes. So I'm a little Fair worried point. about that play. Fair point. Yeah, a little worried. On the Boston side, guys, it was – Tatum is three for 17, led them in minutes by a lot. He played almost 42 minutes. So that's mm -hmm. a good sign. You know, the Jalen is expected th uh, 38 minutes, basically. Uh, certainly 23 shots, though, for, for Jalen Brown. If he, if you tell me Jalen Brown's going to get over 20 shots every game, he's hard not to roster because – He's active everywhere else. He's doing a little bit of everything else. So, uh, yeah, I'm tempted to go Brown over Tatum. I really am. Horford, you know, he showed up. I got to give him credit, man. 33 minutes, nine for 12, six threes. And, I mean, that's, that's quite a performance. And considering that we know we're going to get limited action from Robert Williams, really Grant Williams, Daniel Tice, they're non-factor. So, you know what? Horford is the real deal here. And, mm -hmm. you know, he's played well throughout the playoffs, especially in that Milwaukee series. He showed up for this one. This is He knows this is his shot, and he's toward the end of his career. I, I really like Horford, guys. The guy that I'm sour on is Robert Williams. I If they're, they said they're not going to play him more than like 20 minutes, 25 at the very most, yeah. and I believe it now. Yeah. And it's just too painful to sit there 
and watch him sit on the bench when you need, you know, just minutes. Right. Uh, so I'm a little sour there, but I'm with you guys on smart and Derek white. I mean, at Derek white's price, he may be the highest owned guy on the slate. Yeah. Yeah. Possible. yeah he might be. Yeah. But cause there's nobody else that got minutes other than those top six again. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. Where are you leaning then if for your main go-to, like 100% lock washer Boston guy, Crash? Um, Tatum. I mean, you mentioned it briefly. You kind of jumped into my prize picks a little bit because I was going to talk about the games, the specific games where Tatum struggled and then bounced back against Miami and Milwaukee both. Uh, but, yeah, I totally expect him to have, you know, 30-point game, uh, probably 50 to 60 fantasy points. I think he's going to be the top scorer on the slate. Um, and I think that, you know, in the first game, everybody outside of Tatum pretty much played well for Boston. And so, yeah, yeah you know, Tatum did struggle in the first game. But if everybody else doesn't play the way they did in the, fir- in the first game and they rely on Tatum more, then that could backfire and that could play right into Golden State's hands. So that's kind of what I'm thinking is going to happen. Um, I expect Tatum to play very well and the rest of the guys to regress. So interesting. Okay. All right. Well, let's, why don't we go into our prize picks? We could talk a little bit about those as well. That help help us zone in on the main guys that we're playing. Cause I'm, you know, I still have a few decisions to make. Um, and that yeah. that's the tough part. I mean, yeah. I, I guess I'm finally to the point mm-hmm. where I'm going to give in and say, all right, I have to roster Curry. And I've, I've been trying to get around it, and it has not worked. <laughs> so, you know, I don't want the Fredo kiss of death here, and it goes two for 18 from three. But I, I just don't see how I can stay away from Curry any longer. Mm-hmm. He's just He is the, the heart and soul of that team, period. There's no doubt yeah. about it. So I'll just start off and be dumb coach here. The guy that I faded last time is the guy that I'm going to go back to. And the weirdest part about it is I think I'm going to take PRA. Hmm. I know it's it's nuts because I've I've faded him all total. But I just – I love the way he's playing. Clay is not the same Clay. Uh, He's good, but he's just not the same Clay. And so I'm going over Curry, 39-and-a-half PRA. I, they know they have to win this game or they're probably going to lose the series. And so there you go. Uh, you know, you have to, you're supposed to forget about yesterday. <laughs> so right. Uh, I'm right there with you, believe me. There you go. Go ahead. Uh, Crash, go ahead. Okay. So I, I'm doing the same thing. I, I talked about Looney the other day and, you know, how I didn't like his – uh, nine and a half rebound prop. Well, I'm taking the over at eight and a half. He got nine wow. about midway through the third quarter in game one. And like I said, the game turned a little bit and he didn't get you know as much play in the fourth quarter and stuff. But I like the over at eight and a half. He's averaged 11 and, and basically 11 and a half rebounds in his last five games, 11.4. So I like the over at eight and a half. I was hoping they would move it down and they did. They moved it down a full point. Uh, from nine and a half. So I like the over at eight and a half rebounds. That's a fair number. No doubt about it. Deb, what do you have? So I think it's Clay's night tomorrow. So I'm going with a projected fantasy score over 29. Nice. 
That's a fair number. That's pretty yeah. low. I was really. pretty surprised. I thought it would be, I had got him projected over 30. So yeah. Well, as Crash said though, he's had trouble getting to that number. But yeah, uh, again, yeah. I agree with you. He's a big time player. He usually shows up in the game sixes or whatever they you know makes a big fuss about. Yeah. But you know, this has to feel like a game six to them. You can't go them. back to Boston. Oh yeah. two. No, mm -hmm. they need him tonight. There's no question. I think that's a smart play. Um, I'm going to go the old man, Al Horford. I like this number. Rebounds and assists over 11 and a half because he's such an adept passer. And the way he's hitting the three, they're going to come out and guard him more. And he will find the open guy or the cutter. And they have some guys that, that do really well at that, you know, with Tatum mm -hmm. and, and Brown and company and smart. Yeah. They'll, they'll take the open gap if you go out and defend a guy like Horford in the paint. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I had, uh, as my third pick, I had Horford as well, but I had, I couldn't believe this number um, over one and a half threes. I know considering oh, he hit wow. so many of them. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> and he's been consistent. That's his shot. I mean, he was doing that in the Milwaukee series also. You know, they had right. him, I think, it, you know, so that's. Uh, I think it's a great play. I And yeah, I agree yeah. with you. I think the number's wrong. It should be yeah. two or two yeah. and a half. It should easily be two and a half. Yeah. 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 He had six in game one. So. Yeah. Man. Right. He's he to of, two. You're a winner. A yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He has to regress from six to one. So, jeez, man. All right, what do you have for your uh, next one then, uh, Crash? I've got Jason Tatum over 25 and a half points. Um, he struggled, like we talked about in game one, going three for 17 for only 12 points. We saw in game three of both series, it was game three, so that's kind of weird, but game three against Milwaukee and Miami, he scored 10 points, and then he scored 30 and 31 in game four of those series. So... Definitely like the bounce back game here, projecting him for around 30 to 35 points tomorrow. So very nice. Well, that leads me into my third one since we've all given two and that's Jason Tatum. I love this. It's over 33 and a half points plus assists. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and I know Deb's probably going to play the turnovers, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get it last time. And they oh, reduced no. it. They reduced yeah. it to three now. So. <laughs> oh, no. They're trying to bait you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just, I mean, he's playing, he's playing, totally playing the point guard for Boston. So, yeah. you know, he's going to get assists. And I agree, he's going to score more. So 33 and a half, I'll take that all day long. I mean, 28 points seven rebounds or I mean seven assists that's 35 right there mm -hmm. and that's that's not anything crazy by any stretch no I mean, that'd be half the assists almost he had in the first game right exactly. what do you have next step yeah so I have um I'm going back to the other old man Draymond and uh over 21 and a half PAR mm -hmm. very nice you know I think um he could get that without scoring, which is almost what he did last game. <laughs> he was like two of 12. But I, I think yeah. he, you know, I think he gets at least, uh, you know, at least those four points. And I think he can uh, hit that with the rebounds and assists. I like it because you put it in the order of points, assists, and rebounds. Exactly. Where everybody else says PRA, points, rebounds, and assists. So <laughs> we're you're on par. I'm on par. <laughs> we're going with that. I'm going to go with that. If it works, I'll take yeah. it. You know, I guarantee you, since it's the first time you're not playing the Tatum uh, turnover, uh, 
seven Probably turnovers, like right? <laughs> exactly. In the first exactly. quarter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crash, what are no, you finishing man. up with? Uh, not to be contradictory, but I'm going to go with the under at 29 fantasy score Ooh. for Clay. Uh, I was thinking about it. You know, he could score. He could score 25 real points and still have like two rebounds and two assists, and you know he's still right there. So um, he he's going to have to have that big game scoring wise. He doesn't get a lot of peripherals. Uh, he's been held below 30 in five straight games against Boston. I'm just going to go with that trend and uh, take the under. So we've got. Me going under and Depp going under. Right. 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 So, hey, someone's got to get it, right? Yeah. Right. Hey, one of you will be right. right. My prediction is one of you is right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a safe bet, Coach. <laughs> the funny thing is it goes to show you how things can change in one game, right? Yeah. I was all over Clay, and he was my captain and this and that. Now I just hardly talked about Clay. I don't know exactly which way to go there. Right. Now we've got a big stance for okay. and against <laughs> I was against Looney. Now I like Looney. Yeah. Yeah. And Curry, you know, if and, and Dad was white. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So, you know what? It's, uh, but that's how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to watch, observe, observe, and make adjustments and not knee jerk adjustments. It only took me, you know, three series to finally put Curry in there. So <laughs> if there was ever a Curry jinx, I guess this is it. But, for Golden right. State fans, I hope it's not. And and I'm rooting for Golden State in this game because I want a great series. And mm-hmm. since I, you know, I don't have my team in there, now I'm I'm more for I just want really good competitive basketball. So I'll tell you, the only problem with us doing these podcasts a day early is now I'm all excited and I gotta wait a whole day and a half. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It seems weird because you do the podcast and you're expecting to watch the game, but uh, right. yeah. I don't know why they would wait that many days between the first and second game. There's no travel or anything. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. You weird. would think that they would get more viewership on a Saturday night, but maybe not. I don't know. I have no idea, but uh seems like a lot of people are interested. You know, you've got yeah. the coasts. Anytime it's the coasts, you know, the East and West Coast like that. Right. You know, whether it's a New York team, Boston, LA, you know, it it's it's exciting. So mm-hmm. should be a great one. All right, let's finish up with our predictions. Now I'm really putting the pressure on. And I'll even go first so that you guys have a second, because I'm asking not only for the winner, but the score. How's that for stress? Okay. I am going to say Golden State 106, Boston. 104. Wow. Close game. Who's who wants to go next? next All right. I'm going Golden State 114. Boston 108. Okay. I will go Golden State 102. Boston 94. Ooh. Interesting. All right, so if, if anybody of the listeners have learned anything, you want to directly go to the window and bet Boston. <laughs> That's it. No, so, you know, again, we'll see how that rolls out. But uh, very, very cool. I, we all think Golden State ties it up. I mean, I think most people will. But four points is not a big spread for Vegas. It really is no, not. Really so not. Vegas is, is scared of Boston because I think – you know, there'll be more money on Golden State. I wouldn't be surprised if that spread moves to four and a half for sure. But uh, we'll see. It should be a very competitive game. 
Yeah. Well, listen, two things I want to do as we're closing up here. I want to thank our presenting sponsor, Prize Picks. We gave you our Prize Picks best plays. We'll be supplying more Prize Picks plays for our members in uh, our Discord. Um, and if you want to sign up for Prize Picks, go there at prizepicks.com. Use the promo code Coach Talk, all one word, and they will match you dollar for dollar on your first $100 deposit. Also, if you want to join us, get more of our insight. We give out uh, core plays for our lineup on DraftKings, full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo. Just go to dfscoachtalk.com. You can sign up for as little as three days for 10 bucks. We would love to have you join the family. You can follow us all on Twitter at dfscoachtalk. If you want to see us individually on Twitter, DM us or whatever. Deb, let them know where you're at. Yeah, Deb Lutz 33. Deb Lutz 33. Was Larry Bird number 33? He was. Ah, (laughs) (laughs) That's a sign. Crash, what do you got? Uh, J.P. Davis, 1982. There you go, 1982. The year of my graduation from high school, Crash. So I do. (laughs) you can can old shame me anytime you want. I get it. And I am at Joe Sarbati, so uh, you can catch us all there. Also, on the way out, if you're watching this on YouTube and if you stayed with us till the end, we appreciate it. Quick thumbs up. Hit that alarm button uh, in the upper corner so that you know when our Mm -hmm. podcast posts. And then certainly hit the subscribe. This way, subscribe and hit the alert. You'll know when all of our NBA, MLB, and PGA podcast posts. All right, my friends, I really appreciate both of you on this beautiful Saturday. We've got uh, today some tremendous baseball going on. We've got MMA going, and you can join us tomorrow for baseball. Then we've got the NBA game. We've got the final round of the PGA, the Memorial, and we also have NASCAR. So we are humming here at Coach Talk. Any final words, uh, Deb? No, everyone have a great day. It's a great, great day to be playing DFS. Yeah, Let's definitely. Crash. You, know, you, you mentioned the 1982 thing, so I got to bring this up real quick. Yeah. So every time that my dad and I or my wife's gone to, my, my brother-in-law went one time to the Cardinals game, they have a stupid trivia question about what year the Cardinals beat the Brewers in the World Series. I remember that. Like every time I'm like, man, why do they have to bring this up every time I come here? Wasn't that Willie McGee, yeah. Willie E.T. McGee and all those guys? I, I don't know the names, but oh yeah, yeah. that's right. You were born, I, born, I forgot. So. <laughs> but it's like a painful reminder every time I see the Cardinals. They're like, so who would you know? It's their trivia question that they always bring up. So I remember that yeah. entire Cardinals team. That was a, that was a great. Oh yeah, is that Ozzy Smith? Ozzy Smith doing yeah. the backflips at shortstop. Backflips, yep, yeah. exactly. And that's when the Brewers had like Robin Yount and those guys. I think Gorman Thomas. Gorman Thomas, yeah, yeah. big home run hitter. But, the mustache, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Raleigh Fingers was the uh, Cy Young, I think, is a reliever. So oh, there you I think go. you're right. Yeah. So they yeah. came out with the roll aid spells relief, right? Uh- he did. <laughs> he did with the handlebar mustache. Handlebar so there we mustache. go. Flashback yeah. for the, wow for the us. Young people, the young people have all disconnected by now. <laughs> right, right. They were they were playing, you know, during because my birthday is October 16th, so they're playing that. World Series right when my birthday happened or my birth happened. So wow, like I'm always part of their trivia questions. So that's awesome. You're not a Cardinals. I'm never gonna forget that now. Yeah, I'm not a Cardinals (laughs) fan at all. So absolutely. 
Yes. All right. Thank you guys and yeah. gals. And uh, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we hope this definitely helps you build some real NBA winners, some takedowns. Let's get a Millie Maker winner from one of our listeners so we can uh, shout out some love to him. So uh, again, dfscoachtalk.com. We'd love to have you. And we'll certainly be back again for game three when we look to crush it in NBA, DFS, and prize picks.